Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. back to the Good Up Podcast. I'm Hayiza, also known on the social media streets as Gyal Meets World. I'm one half of your Good Up co-host. I am joined by my girl, Deidre, also known as the Dog Whisperer. Deidre, say hi to the people. Drag me! Hello! <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke for everybody on the recording today. So Deidre is the Dog Whisperer, but she's also known on the Good Up DIY, astrology, lifestyle, mom, Bad bitch homemaker streets as at all of it. Deidre. All the so things. Make sure that you're following. We are so glad you could join us this week for a chronicle of all the human shit and shenanigans we're about to bring you. Remember that you can always catch previous episodes on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube. And you can catch bonus episodes starting this week, guys, exclusively on patreon.com slash go to podcast. Hit us up with comments, feedback, questions. Mele, bullshit, anything you want to say to us on social media by using the hashtag GoodUpTuesdays to share your thoughts on today's episode. So I am super excited. We have two guests on the podcast today who I've been wanting on the Good Up podcast for a really, really long time. We have Jojo and Britt from Talk That Talk. I'm going to allow them to tell you guys hi and introduce themselves and tell you why you should also have Talk That Talk on your podcast, Rasta, because if you don't, you're fucking up. So Jojo, Britt, welcome to Good Up. We are so glad to have you guys here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, guys. So my name is Brittany, also known as Alex Bree underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And I am one of the co-hosts of Talk That Talk Uncensored. And I am Jojo or Joyce. Um, I I love, I wish, hey, Isa, I wish you would have done my introduction because I love this. On the social media streets, I am Jojo, the CEO. <laughs> And I'm a blogger slash entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be like, in person, I'm Hey Isaac Quinones, you know, in the professional realm. On the social media streets, though, I'm Gail Meets World. And those are two different people. Exactly. (laughs) I'm a bad bitch on social media and in real life. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And we are podcast newbies because we launched a podcast earlier this year, you know, because of the pandemic, you know? I mean... It has been a long time coming. Like Joyce came up with the idea like years ago when we were in grad school. So this is back in like in what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, 2014. And with the pandemic, it gave us an opportunity to kind of focus on what we wanted to do. So then we just kind of like went straight head in, you know? And what we did is we started off doing like the IG lives. I don't know if you guys remember like the wine down Wednesdays. Yeah, the Wednesdays. So we always had a glass of wine, which we have today. Yes. <laughs> um, Bringing them back. And- Yeah. So then that's how the podcast got started. So we finished up our first season about a few months ago. And then our second season will be coming out in a few weeks. So we're super excited for that. I am so ready for season two. I'm so ready for season two. Y'all have done an awesome job with your first season. I really enjoyed every single episode. And it was awesome to have a podcast with two other female hosts, like just Mm -hmm. on my roster to listen to that wasn't 
horrible decisions, which I love horrible decisions. Don't get me wrong. But we <laughs> needed like yeah. some more podcasters out here. And like the minute y'all announced it, I was like, yes, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I'm so happy for you guys for your first season and ready for season two. So we'll make sure to plug that again at the end of the episode so that our listeners can make sure that they're listening to Talk That Talk Uncensored as well. So make sure that you guys are following on social media. We will tag them in all of the promo for this episode on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. So make sure that you guys are listening. So we're going to go into our first segment, which honestly is becoming my favorite segment because last last episode, the first segment kind of turned into the entire episode because we were so <laughs> heated about <laughs> everything that we were seeing on social media. So yeah. On your timeline is the segment where we all take turns discussing something funny or crazy or interesting that we've seen on our social media streets. So I'm going to pass it over. I think I want Britt to go first because oh, fine. I, I, me and Britt have this whole like relationship on VI Twitter. Like yes. I'm, <laughs> in the craziness. So I'm going to allow Britt to share her on, on your timeline first. Honestly, um, I don't know if you guys like, um, like, I guess the listeners, right, have heard of it. It's like on December 21st where like all black people get their, their superpowers. Don't get, <laughs> don't get me started. That like honestly gave me so much joy because like at that moment in time, like I was really down. So when I was scrolling the timeline and seeing all the jokes, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are ridiculous, but funny. But it all started because I think this girl had tweeted like she was against vaccines or something. And she was telling like black people not to get the vaccine for, uh, you know, COVID-19. And then she was saying that on December 21st, um, your powers are going to be unlocked. Black Twitter took it and like ran with ran. it. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> the memes were this- gold. <laughs> yes. Um, and like people changed their like, t- like their twit pic with like laser eyes and like... <laughs> Like they went OD hard with it, but that was that was a good time, and Listen. that's what I really enjoy about Twitter, especially Black Twitter. Like, we literally take something mm-hmm. like a joke and like we just make it our own, you know? Yeah. So Twitter yeah, has that- Twitter is funny every day, <laughs> but Black Twitter has had like specific days that go down in like history and in history. history. Yes, undefeated. <laughs> yeah, and that was one of those days, and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. glad we had one of those in 2020 because we yeah yes, we needed I, it. I legit was like crying laughing at same (laughs) same oh my god so what about you Jojo what did you see on your timeline honestly I feel like I've been living under a rock (laughs) because (laughs) I was I was so like I loved seeing the the superpower ones even though I I forgot to tell you Brit I'm like I got these messages that were like oh did you wake up feeling like super I'm like I'm not black I wasn't gonna (laughs) get any (laughs) I was like, I can't. But it was just—it was so funny though. Even just seeing the the memes with like the yeah. Kardashians or whatever, and it was like <laughs> when it was like Kim Kim woke Kim. up and wondered why her kids could fly. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> oh no! But honestly, my time—I don't know. It's just been—I've honestly like been living under a rock for the past week because I needed a cleanse from social media. And I was just like, it took me, so my brother, um, he just got married. And so we had, we went to Houston. And so from there, I was just like, all right, it's been so hard for me to disconnect this year, but I finally disconnected. So like, nice. I have not been on social for like the past week. Now I'm, I'm, I'm back at it. And I don't know, people just suck. 
sometimes. So social media has just been like, if there's a purpose for me to be on it, I'll be on it. But other than that, the last thing, oh, the last thing I did see, which I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, is I saw the movie and then everyone was saying that they didn't like it. But then I was just like, <laughs> but I really liked it. So. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm, I've been seeing those reviews, but I'm still going to watch it. I Same. Same. Listen, man, people... So everyone that's been saying like, oh, I just wasn't. And I'm just like, but did you like really listen to like what they were saying? Because it's deep, okay? Like, <laughs> and I wasn't even high. Like I was sober, okay? And I'm taking it in. I'm like, I have to watch this again because it talks about like honesty, you know? And like Wonder Woman is like, the lasso is like speaks truth. And I'm just like, I don't know. It was just deep, okay? And so I just, I feel like, were people watching the same movie? <laughs> Mine was more of a drag versus like what I'm seeing. <laughs> I want like, you I to know. Been on social media in a while, but everybody sucks. <laughs> She's like everybody's trash. People suck. Wonder Woman like was amazing. <laughs> I love it. So this what about like the was like timeline? Okay, y'all gonna be so mad because this shit is gonna be generalized as fuck. But every single person who has been talking about Monique Samuel's binder on RHOP Twitter. And I'm probably the only one here who watches Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, man, yeah, and I don't watch care. it. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, that's the only Real Housewives franchise that I can actually keep up with. And I just, the, I mean, it would just be a huge disservice to anybody who watches that show to not let Monique's binder be my favorite thing on my timeline. Like, that's, I, <laughs> I realized in the last, like, few months that the only time I log on to Twitter is to talk shit about that show. <laughs> I've noticed. I I saw the name change and I was like, who the fuck is this? I said, is anybody going to catch on that I switched my damn Twitter? The the only reason I caught on is because I like scrolled down and then I saw you saw some old stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to purge that shit. Deidre is never present on Twitter. So I'm going to change this shit up since the only time I ever log on is to talk shit about these housewives. So you literally have a troll account on Twitter is what you're telling me. It's not a troll account. If you use your Twitter account to only talk about one thing, it is a troll account, Deidre. Call me a troll. I don't care. But the show is so good. Monique Samuels and that binder was iconic. Okay. And listen, the people, me and my fellow Real Housewives trolls, we talk some real good shit. That's like a special segment of Black Twitter that's just very lovely. And we just really enjoy talking shit about those broads. My on your timeline for this week. It's not really on my timeline. It's something I watched last night, but I Mm -hmm. got into it because of Twitter. Everyone on Twitter was talking about this show, Bridgerton. Um, Hi, Rue. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl. (laughs) Just my baby. Just my baby. Um, every, yeah, everybody on Twitter was talking about this new Shonda Rhimes um, show with Netflix called Bridgerton, and mm-hmm. it's a period piece. And y'all know I love me some 1876 type like melee. I love me that drama when off. bitches are like in layers of dresses and like, <laughs> it involves a queen and like a kingdom. Like, I love that. Because it makes them more miserable. Like, like give me Game like, of Thrones. Passion. Give me yeah. the crown. Please give me the favorite. Huh? You saw the favorite? 
I haven't. No, I oh, didn't watch that watch either. <laughs> I watched it like so far. I went to the movies to see it, and then when it came on HBO, I was on my couch curled up. Listen, like, that was me last is- night. <laughs> that was me last night. So I was like, let me watch this Bridgerton show because everyone's talking about it. Because and and the unique thing about the show is it's a period piece, and you know, in period pieces, you're expecting to see maybe one black person, and if you yes. do, this person's like a maid or some shit. Yeah. There were actual like the main characters of the show, like there the queen of England in the show is is a black woman and like the main male character which there are some problematic things about the show don't get me wrong Shonda Rhimes sure does love her interracial relationship that involves a black woman dating oh yeah yep I mean (laughs) she really does but I will say Bridgerton is a good ass show (laughs) it's on my list I binged the entire first season in one day okay I was on Netflix yes on Netflix I was up until like one o'clock in the morning like last night it's it's like messy, funny, but like just those classic like period piece type show. Like it's it's a good show. And mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt that the the main male character is like fine as fuck in the show. Like he just he yes. just, <laughs> about, let me give me that. Let me make sure my mind can't hear me. <laughs> it's a good show there are some problematic things that of course people found issues with and things like that and and you know that's i won't negate their opinions on that one but i thought it was a really good show um and yeah with that i think before we move to the next segment i do want to give some show and movie recommendations because i watched a lot of new stuff this week and i typically don't watch new things i'm a very i gonna rewatch the same show i love four times because i just like that show same. like that's yeah. that's me but that's I did watch Soul. <laughs> that's a good Soul show. I did watch so Soul. Good. Soul made I didn't me cry. Finish it. Okay, I was we were watching it right before we recorded. We won't spoil it for you, but Soul Soul made me cry. Um, Pixar knows how to make you reevaluate your whole life, your entire existence. Um, Midnight Sky on Netflix is pretty good. It's a movie about like astronauts and space exploration and all that stuff. But it's good. It's good. Um, Bridgerton was the other recommendation. What else? The Wilds on Prime Video, really good. Um, what else? Sylvie's Love on Prime Video. It's a new romance movie with Tessa Thompson and I was, oh, I've heard I about can't that. remember his name, but he's Carrie Washington's husband. Man's husband, so yeah. But Sylvie's Love is so good because it's like it's the notebook for Black people, and it's just. It's a beautiful movie. Like it's 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 everything. Um, it's not perfect, but it's really really good. So I will. Yeah, those are my recommendations for the week. That's my Anya timeline. If you're looking for new shows or movies to watch, make sure you go watch those. Especially Sylvie's Love. Like if you need to feel things, go watch Sylvie's Love. Go watch Soul. Especially I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to talk about the lessons I learned without spoiling a movie. Yeah. But it just made me think about like you know what happens at the end, and yeah. just like what am I doing with my life? And like, mm-hmm. are these things fulfilling me? Is this something I think I'm supposed right. to be doing? Yeah. Or am I doing it because I'm good at it? But we'll talk more about that in this show because it mm-hmm. just so happens that today's episode is all about social media, which is my favorite and most hated <laughs> thing in the world. I fucking hate social media, but I also fucking love social media. So that's what today's episode is about. Amen. But before we go there, we are going to play a game of you good up or you wild bad. So the question for this week, we are all going to share what our screen time for the past oh, week has been. And our screen time does have to do with the episode topic. Yeah, the last time I checked my screen time was only like two hours a day or something like that. 
But <laughs> look at Jojo feet. Wait, but <laughs> she was like two hours. <laughs> no, I remember. I didn't have mine so- on too. I feel so bad. Do what do you? Know what? what do you think? Oh. What do I think? I don't know. <laughs> my phone is like my best friend. <laughs> what about you, Brent? Mine is saying on a day. So I clicked on week, but it's still showing the daily, but the daily is like five hours, five and mm-hmm. a half hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's good. So that's anywhere, be- like, usually I check it often and it's like anywhere between four and six. How much is yours, Jay? Huh? Um, oh, no. Mine crazy. is bad. Okay. My average daily screen time for last week that per day was 10 hours. Yeah, that, that 10 hours for me is a normal thing. Um, when I took that break earlier this year, when I like stepped away from everything, mm-hmm. my screen time went down from like 10 hours to maybe two or three hours a day. Yeah, no, 10 hours is, is normal for me. That's oh, wow. So listeners, I don't know if you think that's good up or wild bad. I possibly think that that's wild bad. But <laughs> I guess it depends because I feel like, like because of your podcast and just who you are, like you're a digital yeah. creator, so you have to be on social media. I you wish know? I yeah. did, and you want it. <laughs> I wish, I and did. you're very consistent, so it makes yeah. sense for your screen time to be that high. It's not like you're on, on Twitter, like scrolling like ten hours a day. You know what I mean? Yeah, you make like you engage. Yeah, yeah, you're engaged. I, and like, I'm the type of person that, so. that like will literally tweet from a stoplight, like. If I really? see some wild, if I see some wild shits on the road and I know I need to get off my mind, I literally like stop at a red light and be like, "Y'all need to learn what signal lights are, bitches." And then I'll tweet <laughs> and then like go about my day. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you give me, you know how there is like in all the rom coms, there's always that one guy who's like always like doing voice notes on like a little recorder. Honestly, that's me. That's you. If I come up, if I have a podcast idea, you know because we sh- we have a shared note yeah, for the podcast. The Deidre yeah. will be like asleep, and it's like two in the morning, and then the note will like light up. Hey, Isa is editing this note, and it'll be some dumb shit like we need to do an episode on people with road rage. Are you on your phone before you go to sleep and when you wake up too? Yes. Like, is that the first thing you do and the last thing you do? I try not to. Yes, I do. It that. just depends. <laughs> I try I not to, though, because yeah. I try to just, like, watch TV or something or just kind of, like, sit in silence. Russell thinks I'm crazy when I do that. <laughs> like, I try to do that before I go to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. But definitely first thing in the morning, I have to, because it's, like, work. I have to check my email, you know? Mm-hmm. But before I go to bed, I try not to, so... I feel yeah. like I'm always, that's why I said like two hours, that's like crazy. Like definitely. It's crazy. Cause like screen time though is everything, right? Like it's not it? just social media is like our phones. Like whenever that mm. screen is on, cause that's what I feel like if it's, if it's not social is email. And if it's not email mm-hmm. is music. If it's not music, it's podcast. And if it's not podcast, like I'm reading something. Every single time I have a question, I'm pulling up Google. I mean, the reason this question came up is because I wanted to make sure that we all have an understanding of how much we use our fucking phones (laughs) before we have this conversation. So today's episode topic, for you guys that are listening and and want us to just go into the the main episode topic, we got you, don't worry. Um, Today's episode topic is called- They're like, hurry up. Yeah, they're like, just just get to the point. And you know what I say to those people? You should have paid for the Patreon, bitch, because we get straight to the point on there. So today's today's episode topic is called FOMO. 
So for those of you who don't know what FOMO is, FOMO is an acronym for fear of missing out. It's this concept that, and most people I see talking about FOMO related back to specifically millennials and Gen Z, because we're the generations that were more or less raised on social media and tech and all that good stuff. Um, FOMO is this idea that we we are attached to our phones and electronic devices because we feel if we are not constantly connected to the internet, that we are going to miss out on something. It doesn't matter what it is in some way, shape, or form. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to miss out on the news or what's happening. It just means if we feel we're not connected and constantly updating others on our life, we feel we're missing out on something. We're not a part of the crowd, so to speak. So I mm-hmm. wanted to bring this up specifically with, with Jojo and Britt coming on the podcast because not only are we all podcasters, we're all in 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 our own different ways, content creators and influencers. Mm-hmm. So who better to talk about this shit than the yeah. people whose literal job it is <laughs> to post to content on. on the fucking internet? Right. I can't wait. I'm ready. But <laughs> <laughs> So my, I guess my first, question, right, my first question to the group is, do you think that FOMO is something that affects you? Do you, do you think you have a fear of missing out? I'm the queen like, of fucking FOMO. Really? Right, listen. So, and it's it's not so much events, right? Because for the most part, I'm an introvert. Nine times out of ten, I didn't want to fucking go anyway, right? In terms of just, I think my whole presence as an influencer and the reason I'm so consistent with content, it's not so much just consistency. It's if I don't post this week, I feel like when I come back, I'm going to be irrelevant and people aren't going to be engage with my content and focusing on my page. If the podcast goes too long without posting an episode, I'm like, fuck, they're going to start listening to something else, which really isn't a bad thing. But in my head, it's like, you have to be engaged. You have to be online. You have to see what's going on. You have to be creating content. You have to be involved in the internet, which this year when I took that break, it was so hard for me to take that break because I was like, what happens when I come back to Y'all Meets Wall? What happens to the podcast? What happens to this? So it's not so much for me that I feel like I'm missing out on something that happened and like only happened once. It's I have to be connected to this thing because if I'm not connected, that means that life or the world or the, the social media streets are moving on to something else without me and it doesn't involve me anymore. So I think for a lot of people, that's how FOMO shows up. Not so much mm-hmm. like, damn, gotcha. I didn't get to go to this thing. It's, damn, I need to be an influencer. I need to be posting this shit because if I don't, my account gonna like disappear. But when it comes to social, I'm with you here. Is I like I feel like before and granted, like even you said you took a break. I took five days and I was like, wow, I feel like a new person <laughs> because prior to that, it's like it does. It's always on my mind and even like for stories, you know, like for people that are like engagement is a real thing, right? And so. I noticed that when I was MIA for those five, like the engagement dropped so much and you're just like, I worked so hard <laughs> for it, you know? And then now I have to basically start again and yeah. it takes more creativity to kind of like get, you know, all those views again and to like get creative again. So I definitely always struggle with that. Yeah. Right. But like to what to what you were saying here, Isa, like when you were gone, I was like, damn, where's Hey Isa? Like you were definitely missed. Like 
I was like, I hope everything's okay. <laughs> you know, so like people that follow you, you know, and enjoy your content, like when you go MIA, they do, they do miss you. You know, it's not, you're forgotten, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I, I understand you, you had posted and said like, you had to take a break. So like, yeah. you know, understood, but you know, you are missed on the timeline when you're not there. <laughs> well, thank you. So. I, I did get some text messages on people was like, I'm just checking on you to see if you're good because you haven't posted. And not, I mean, that made me feel good. But at the same time, it also kind of hit me that like, damn, how often am I on the internet to the point where if I get off the internet for people a week, are like, weeks, people think yeah. something's wrong. And mm. I mean, that, that honestly brought about this whole like episode idea because in my mind, it's like how many of us are using our phones or social media to that extent to where if we take a break, if we disconnect for the sake of just disconnecting, people think that something happened or something's wrong. Yeah. Or just the, the whole idea, like what Jojo said, we have to come back and literally rebuild our engagement because the mm-hmm. internet is set up in a way to where if you take a break, this shit ain't going to be the same when you get back. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. it's hard. Yeah, it, it it's, sucks. Like, it's like literal torture. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, I, I, when I first decided, okay, let me make my page public and all this shit. I saw myself becoming that person and I was like, oh, fuck no, I'm not doing this to myself. Like, whoever wants to engage can engage. Whoever don't want to, that's cool too. Like, I am not going to beat myself to the bone. Like, and what's funny is my following is small, but my engagement is amazing. But for me personally, I saw myself becoming that person who was like pushing for followers. I'm pushing for all this shit. And I'm like, but you're going to have the followers and then what? Like, how about rather than, even like I... I tried to do that whole content schedule thing. I don't do that shit anymore. Like, it was just too much pressure. I'm like, enjoy your social media. Let your following grow naturally and just go from there. Like, do not make it. Because it's like, we already have regular jobs. We already have all the things we do. I need, like, if I'm going to be on social media, I want to enjoy my time on social media. I want to know when did it change from what you just said, Deidre? Like, in high school, I didn't feel like that about social media because social media it wasn't was, a job right it wasn't it was a, a job but it was also yeah. it was more fun you would just post in pictures because it's like hey I, Riley said on the beach you know what happened picture it is like you know what happened I'm gonna tell you the Kardashians is what happened okay <laughs> that's what fucking happened to social media because everybody's got this pressure to look perfect and even me if my fucking picture looked like it was taken on a potato I'm not posting that shit like if it's blurry I'm not posting it you know but what like for instance, right? You know, Diamond, she does this social media thing. She takes these pictures and they look stunning and she posts them and it's like quick for her. That shit is a process for me. I'm like, how do you do that? And Diamond is just here like fucking bold cover girl Killing extraordinary. It. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> wait, how did you do that? I don't I'm- tell Diamond for my wedding <laughs> pictures. I need you to stand on the end. <laughs> you cannot stand next to me. So I'm drenched in sweat. My makeup is running. I'm like, wait, how do you do this? Like, wait. It's listen. But, it's an art. It's an it's, art, and it's hard. It's not easy. It's it is. It's a lot yeah. of work. Even like those TikToks. Lot. Like I was trying to make a TikTok for Sosa's Beauty for Joyce's brand. <laughs> I was a fail. Like I was there like, <laughs> two hours just like <laughs> trying to change the lipstick colors and then making the right transitions. I was like, all right. 
I'm no, it's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I can't. It's too much. I'm like, we can talk about it, but it's a lot. Like, it's so much. I'm like, how y'all y'all literally take time. You get dressed, you make yourself look beautiful, and then you just take these pictures. I'm like, come on, so fucking dope. How do you do that shit? Like, it's a skill. It's a skill. It's a so do y'all feel like? And and I think I definitely want to ask Jojo this because I I think of all of us I think you have the largest following and it's like what you do on a regular. <laughs> do you feel like this amount of effort you have to put in to creating content takes away from the fun of creating content, or are you still sort of enjoying the process? So that's the thing, right? Because I would say that, like, and I was just telling Britt this that, like, I'm having fun with that. It is. It's a lot of work. Right. And so like you told me two years ago, like, I'm not a good picture taker. Like, can I get one picture out of 5,000? Yes, I can. (laughs) And for me, it's like, that's usually what happens, but I'll usually have, I always try to have fun with it and like stick through. So like, for example, I just like love outfits, right? So like photo shoots are fun because I'm like looking at different outfits and how I'm going to style it. That's the realm I like to do. You know, if I'm, if I'm doing lifestyle, like I just genuinely like coffee. So I'm telling the photographer, like, let's get a cup of coffee because I need to get comfortable. Right. And like, that's the biggest thing, too, especially like with people that are like shooting. Like you have to be comfortable in order for that picture to come out like good. Exactly. And even with like so with TikTok, I really felt the fucking pressure of like <laughs> posting every day because once that and I, I think, hey, Isa, you too have gone viral many times. Is that pressure, girl? Like, oh my God, people like me. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like, oh my God, I have all these people watching my shit and I have to keep up. I ha- and I yes. have to make sure Develop. to provide them with what they liked in the first place, which yeah. is usually wild because the shit you end up going viral for is some accidental shit that nobody expected to go. I went right. viral for right. talking shit in my bathroom mirror. And now I, I have like, I love it. And pounds. I love it. <laughs> like, you know what, what I want to know. I wonder if we would, I wonder if what would happen if rather than putting pressure on ourselves to continue, because what's the likelihood of every single person who caused you to go viral remembering that video? Cause the internet moves this quickly. And our, I told you, I looked at the fucking question here, Isa, answered it in my head, put my phone down and forgot it. So yeah. the like, like you remember and the fact that this many people saw it. They don't fucking remember that. So don't fucking put pressure And if on I'll yourself, be like, honest with you, the likelihood of going viral on TikTok is higher than anywhere else. So, which is true, yeah. You'll go viral and end up with like 22,000 followers and there's still somebody else who went viral for saying some dumb shit who has now a million followers because mm-hmm. their video was like that much more catchy or whatever. I'm the worst though. I will say, like, I just told you guys, I took a five-day leave of absence. And she was so upset. And I, it took me two days to actually like really disconnect, be present and is like this, yeah. but... By Sunday, I was itching. I'm like, all right. But here's the thing, though. And I don't know if anyone feels this way. Is like, for me, this year especially, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot of stuff. And I I don't know. I'm just in hustle mode. It's almost like, if not now, then when, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, before, I would, I would put a lot of pressure on myself for the wrong reasons, right? And it was yeah. like, oh, because you need to be consistent so you can increase. And then it worked. And then I wasn't, like, fulfilled like truthfully, you know? So for me, it was like, okay, I remember, I think it maybe was earlier this year when I sent you the picture, Brit. Oh yes. I gained some weight. 
Yes, oh, boy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm being so truthful. I go do my first photo shoot, right? And, and this is like post-quarantine. And it's like, woo, those extra roles, right? Oh. So I send Brit the picture and I'm like, I really want to edit this. Because like, it's like sticking out. And I was wearing a crop top and she's like, Brit was like, nah, we celebrate real bodies over here. And that was like mm-hmm. the motto of this year. And I'm like, oh my God. And it just, this year, just everything I feel like is at the forefront. And I'm just like, absolutely. Like at the end of the day, I'm not doing that anymore because I don't want that. Like I don't over edit my pictures because that's not how you look. Like when you see me in real life, you're going to see that extra role and you're going to see, you know what I mean? My acne or whatever it is. So for me, it was like kind of coming into like, I'm, I'm, I'm working super hard and it is, but at the same time too, what the fuck else are we doing? Right? Like it's the COVID has really changed everything at least yeah. like for me this year where I don't necessarily feel like I'm missing out like for me getting like I love getting pretty like dressing up right yeah so if I can dress up and do a video that goes viral like I feel like it's a win-win you know yeah. it's gonna take me forever it's gonna take me at least five hours but it's worth it <laughs> in the end <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but that's the beauty. Like, it's like, whatever works for you, at least you see the value in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to get dressed up, but I'm like, I also like, don't want to sweat because of my nerves. Because the minute, because you know what happens is the minute I see like the picture and I know what I look like in real life, I'm fine as fuck. If this picture is not representative of what the fuck I look like in real life, I'm going to get discouraged. You're going to be looking at a picture like, bitch, did you see what I saw? Right. I And I honestly don't care because I'm like, Deidre, you have a body mm-hmm. that people pay for. But that one wrong angle and you fucking look like, you look like you ate like a fucking pound of potatoes. And I, now I'm sweating because the nerves. And I'm like, wait a minute. I shouldn't have to edit this picture. I'm not doing all this shit. I'm just going to yeah. walk around looking cute. <laughs> That's the shit that I have the hardest time sort of reconciling <laughs> is the fact that like I get ready to literally go to my office or like down the street or find some cactus somewhere to take some pictures. <laughs> and then I go the fuck home. Nothing else happens after that. I don't go anywhere, especially now because yeah. obviously, like quarantine and social. Dis- I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Spe- the pictures are the special thing, right? Mm. And then what pisses me off, which I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm having so many conflicting thoughts about how I feel about mm-hmm. social media. So y'all gotta excuse me if I sound like I'm rambling. The no, fun part about it is, is that when I do all of that work too, and y'all know I do like the self portraiture and all of that stuff, and which, I post oh, that's like. I live for yourself. Sometimes, thank you. But sometimes <laughs> I could be so in love with a picture and how it came out and the concept. And then I post it and it doesn't get the engagement that I want. And suddenly that picture doesn't feel the same anymore. It does. It's mm. not as special to me. So like all of a sudden I forget right. about the process and how fun it was to yeah. shoot and all of that stuff. Because of those numbers. Yeah. Because my engagement or my reach wasn't as large as it was. And it's like, it's making me come to this place where it's like, yo, I'm working this hard for, like Jojo said, for what? I exactly. want, I, my goal for the longest while was 10,000 followers. I just wanted to get to 10,000 10, followers. I didn't give a fuck how I was going to get her. I was going to get to 10,000 followers, right? And then it started getting harder and harder and harder, right? What started sort of making me kind of want to distance myself from social media was that 
I was creating this good content that I loved and that I noticed mm-hmm. that people were liking, but it wasn't getting that level of attention because it just wasn't, it, it wasn't on that pedestal of what sort of like everyone's looking for, or what everyone wants to be. The minute you make something that's beautiful and then it doesn't meet the numbers that you want it to meet, your power went away from it being a creative piece that you just made to exactly. these people didn't appreciate my work. So for me, I'm like, fuck the engagement. Do I enjoy it? Cool. If I post a picture on my outfit is cute, it's because I had some place to go. I'm not getting up and getting dolled up only to post something and then feel disappointed that not enough people like it's unfair to us. You know what I mean? And if Dylan happens to say, Hey mommy, let me take a picture of you and that shit look good, bitch. I'm posting it. Cause that little kid be taking some bomb ass pictures of me. But then the question is sort of like, how do you get out of that mindset? Because like for you, I'm happy that you're in that place, but for so many people, especially people who want to be influencers or sort of coming up in that, Mm -hmm. in that role, and are trying to grow but not growing and feeling that way is like, how yeah. do you get to that place when so much of social media is? Yeah. Here's the other thing, too, is that like as content creators, right, I'm constantly testing stuff out. Right. So, yeah. con- you know, you see the type of content and I promise you. And it's funny because I like even when we're talking about TikTok, like <laughs> My cousin made a funny joke, but it wasn't funny because it's kind of true. And I told you, Britt, that. <laughs> Even so on Instagram, I promise you, the, the, when I uh, posted the Savage uh, Fenty, you know, lingerie, that'll get a lot of engagement, right? Exactly. Yep. yep. I don't want to post content like that was intentional, right? Because, hey, Rihanna, if you're listening to this, <laughs> holler at your girl. Right. Hello. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, though, you know, whatever, we we're talking about TikTok. And she was like, girl, just shake your ass. And I promise you. And you're you know, going to get, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yep. I don't want to do that. You, you know, it doesn't to. make you feel good. Because you know, it's not something that I, you want to do. Exactly. But you know what? I think in order to answer your question, um, here, Isa, I think in order to get to that mindset is to see it the way Jojo mentioned earlier is when you're doing something that you're comfortable doing, the content comes out better. So rather than taking time to make content, let content be made based on you living your life. And hey, Isaiah, you and I have seen a lot of different, especially people from home's content kind of transition, right? So they start with a specific kind, then they switch to super sexy pictures. And now suddenly everybody wants to make meaningful content. And it's like, pick one, f- <laughs> make content that you enjoy. Like, fuck them. Well, no, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like fuck them people, but fuck them numbers, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at now because like when I started off, I was like being super consistent and then like mm-hmm. life happened. And then like with all that pressure, I was just like, I'm not stressing myself anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like the other day I had posted like my little mini eyebrow tutorial. I'm not like, Hmm, I'm doing my eyebrows today. Let me just film it. Like, like you said, Deidre, like let the content follow you. Like, yeah, I, I can't stress myself anymore because life is just hard enough. You know, <laughs> hello, this pandemic so, taught us that girl. <laughs> yeah. So do y'all ever yeah. find yourselves outside of, of being creators? Do y'all ever find yourselves um, seeing things online and kind of wanting to mimic, I guess, your life after it or sort of feeling like, damn, this thing that I have in my life ain't good enough or ain't cute enough because I saw it in this way on the internet. And I think that that's better. Like, do you find yourself envying or maybe wanting to shape your life in the way that you see things on the internet or kind of wishing your life was a certain way because of how you saw it? Uh-oh. I guess for me, not necessarily. I think 
what's sometimes frustrating is like I would have an idea and then I see someone else do it <laughs> and then I get discouraged like I had tweeted that like some weeks ago and I, I'm like damn like should I even do this anymore because somebody else did it you know and I thought it was like a pretty creative idea I mean no idea is like original right that's what yeah. people were telling me but um you know it's just like that type of stuff is like makes me feel discouraged you know or like sometimes I'll tell myself like oh well I'm looking at um like, do you guys follow Joyja? That girl from like um, Belize, she has like really yeah. long hair. Like her stuff is like so dope. I don't have the time or the money to make my stuff look like that, you know? Yeah. So it's like you see these things and you're like, damn, I want my stuff to look like banging, right? Yeah. But if you don't have the resources or the time, it's just not going to come out like that. So then I'm like, damn, I'm not going to do it, you know? Yeah. But, I get that. Yeah, it's a I struggle. Feel, <laughs> I feel like for myself, what I like get angry about is like people that have like whacker content than me get opportunities. <laughs> I get that. I girl because and the person like, draw was shading audio. <laughs> I wasn't first of all, DJ don't be shading nobody. You damn well know you were shading a specific <laughs> account on Instagram, and I know who it was, and that's fine. But that person, the get just blown the fuck up for just average shit and listen i sound like a hater i'll allow it it's fine i'll be a hater it is frustrating it's frustrating right because it's like okay i like i don't know it's sometimes it's hard to like not have that thought like realistically like i'm truthfully right like what does she don't have anything bad <laughs> like Josh don't like her. <laughs> he doesn't. So with with that whole thing happening, like there's also this side of like I will design my office or like try to create my home office and make it what I want to be. And then I'll go on the internet and see someone who has like the full like IKEA office and it's just like perfectly clean and everything's like a certain aesthetic and it just looks so great. And I'm just like, fuck. Why can't my office look like that? Mind you, a minute ago, I could have been super proud about the fact that, like, I built my own desk or some shit like that. And then the minute I see a better desk, it's like, oh, I could have did it like this. Damn. My desk ain't as cool. Yeah, you start comparing. Right. I know. Yeah. Right. And and it's human for that sort of comparison to happen. But that's been making me just want to, like, pull away from social media more and more. Because I guess what I'm trying to say is that in the influencer aspect and just me as a person, I feel like sometimes social media makes me lose sight of like the value of the things I actually have in my life mm. and like not appreciate them as much. So for example, like my wedding proposal, right? I loved it. I think it was perfect. It I was. think it went exactly the way it was supposed. Like I loved it, right? And sometimes, like, I'll see other people get proposed to. And in the back of my head, I'll be like, that would have been nice. But it's like, bitch, what are you talking about? Your proposal was everything, right? Can I ask something? But it's just the nature of social media, right? Like, yeah. Right. Do you think that a big part of it is because, I'm sorry, but I feel like social media has become, like, the fucking dance floor for flex culture. Like, people don't even do things for themselves anymore. They do it to post on social media. That's exactly. another thing. That's an, and that's, that and comes like, back to that whole fear of missing out, right? Mm-hmm. We have this fear of not being <clears throat> on trend or, or keeping up with other people or not having the perfect things. But the truth is no fucking body does except maybe celebrities. And even they don't because half of them post shit that was given to them 
as yep, a sponsorship. Exactly. And that's what's frustrating. And that's why this whole like influencer stuff is so dangerous because you have people who are trying to keep up with regular people like them, but those regular people like them are not so regular because they're on PR lists, right? Half the right. shit that they like, like I said, the shit that they're posting is free stuff that was gifted to them. So now you've got these people like encouraging you to spend money that you don't have just because you yeah. want to be like such a, it's like, girl, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, like somebody asked me the other day when I posted, I posted a, a brand partnership with IB designs from back home. Right. And oh, it was like girl. bracelets and the rings I have on. And somebody messaged me in response to the picture and was like, I wish I had IB money. And I was like, I don't have IB money. I was like, IB gave it to me as a gift because they like my pictures and they wanted me to shout out to that. Photo- but, like, but what's right. funny is I'm surprised people didn't understand that. Like once I saw it, I was like, yes, bitch. They gave but that's the thing. IB. It's it's obvious, I think, to the four of us because we're creators, right? Because that's we know yeah. how it works. But I think other people, and that's the danger of social media. Other people don't mm-hmm. understand that some people will set up their wedding proposal to look a certain way. Which after they were already proposed to, they'll set up like yep. the photo yep. part of it to what? Post. Yeah, like gosh. for example, Jackie Aina. I love Jackie Aina, but the picture she posted announcing her engagement was staged. He mm, was on his knees acting like he was proposing to her, but they had already he had already proposed to her. They what's pulled, the point in all that? Yeah, shit? it had to been. I I could have tell I could have yeah. tell you it was staged. Like it just was too perfect Perfect. like it's and i love like do you guys think though like that's bad to play devil's advocate right (laughs) yeah we welcome it let's go (laughs) because i think about it and i think about like i mean that's how sometimes i think and i don't know about you guys but like when i post a picture i don't the it's a mix between like knowing that that purpose, what that purpose of that picture is like, I'm gonna let you know I'm having a good time. So you could buy fucking tequila or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. whatever the, the thing is, right. Or Solstice beauty, right. I look so pretty. I'm having a good time. Buy my red lipstick. But at the end of the day, like that's, that's my goal. You know, so I'm putting my goal out there. And now if you look at that picture and you're like, wow, she looks like she's having so much fun and she's wearing red lipstick, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, but it's that, a photo shoot. So at yeah. the end of the day, yes, I'm having fun, enjoying doing it. But at the same time, it's staged. And I think that even with like personal, like a, a proposal, because I like to keep my personal life personal, but in a way hey, I don't, I don't know. I'm having like, I'm struggling with like, like if someone, if I'll put a pretty picture, a perfect picture out there because I know real life, like real life is not perfect and it's not pretty. And now if I'm going to sell you a dream, I'm going to sell you a dream. But like you're as a, as a human that is consuming yeah. the internet, you should know better. Now, if you Obviously. think that, I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, to way, an extent, yeah. But like for a proposal, I mean, that's very intimate thing. You know, and yeah. I like just my relationship alone. Like, I don't like to share everything about it. You know what I mean? Like, and especially a proposal that's very special to me. So, like, yeah. to have that shit stated, just like you know, yeah. But if, if it was for a you picture, know? though, like for example, people don't. If you are personal, right? Like, I don't want everybody and their mothers to know how you propose to me. I'll post a picture, and it's like I'm fucking engaged. 
And that's all y'all need know. to know. I'm going to show up with a husband one day. Like, y'all don't even know I've been proposed to one I mean, day. I'm going to just show up as somebody's wife. That's but, all you need to know, though. Like, I, is that I'm guess, engaged. I, yeah. To an extent, I get why Jackie Ina did it. Because Jackie Ina's brand is her image. So yeah. she needed that fire-ass picture if she was going to post it on her page because it, it for her, and I, I get her mindset, it has to fit in with her aesthetic, right? So for example, people ask me all the time, why don't you post pictures of Steven on your page? And I'm like, if you want to see Steven so bad, go follow Steven. Go follow, yeah, right. Page, right? And it's not, I'm not ashamed of my fiance. It's not that I don't like our, our pictures are great. I post pictures of him sometimes. Yeah, y'all pictures be cute. But yeah. my page to me is like a canvas. Like, I, I like to look at the full page and see it look a certain way, right? And it sounds... I know people are probably listening to this and thinking it sounds super vain and things like that, but I'm a creator. People come yeah. to my page to see the things that I create and the aesthetic yeah. that I built on my page. So I'm not going to post a random selfie of me and him like looking crazy on the couch and be like, oh, we're so cute on my page. Like I might post it on my story. I'm going to post it on my page. And then it would also be unfair to turn a regular Sunday afternoon into a full-blown photo shoot. Imagine and you and your man to go to dinner and then it's like, babe, wait, let me That's exhausting. Like, and this oh is another God. thing that we can talk about too. Another thing is that I have over 8,000 followers, right? The minute I post anybody on my page, it doesn't just have to be him. The minute I post somebody on my page that's not me, I'm opening that person up to my 8,000 followers. And yeah. those people have free will, if their page is not private, to go follow this person or go interact yeah. with this person's content, right? And that's not saying my followers are like the beehive or they'll be like, oh, who this bitch be that posing with her? Like, they're not, obviously they're not like that. I'm not, I'm not that important. But I try to take other people's privacy into consideration yeah but when it comes to social media and stuff like that like i know y'all said y'all are very personal like how do you navigate sort of setting boundaries with like having your family on your social media or sharing like your personal life even though social media is quote-unquote real life do you feel like you have to separate the two because i personally do i talk about him on my podcast but i don't talk about him on like my social media that much unless it's twitter twitter i talk everything yeah i um I keep those two things separate. Like, I don't think anybody has seen my mom on social media. Like, you're probably like, she, right. she doesn't have a relationship with her. Like, <laughs> like I just yeah. keep those things separate because I have to respect, you know, people's, people's privacy. privacy. Yeah. yeah, and things like that. And everybody is, like, really into social media and things like that. <laughs> Even, like, with Russell, like, I post them, like, once a year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I, mean, like, I got a man still. <laughs> yeah, like... It's our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, and it, it's not to do, like... It, I don't know. I just feel like on social media it's like if you don't post your significant other you don't love them and it's like what it's just that? so wild questions about that like <laughs> people like i know people who legit will consider breaking up with somebody because oh he hasn't posted me yet or that and i'm like it was a problem girl, for me in the beginning really when we first when we first started dating i was like again this goes back to coveting or envying what you see on other people's social media all mm-hmm. these other couples were posting these cute pictures and everybody was all like booed up for the wall to see. And I was equating you not posting me on your social media to you not loving me out loud, right? 
And I remember one day I was talking to my friends about it and oh my God, but that shit was gold. And I want her to like write a book on this because she was like, you feel like he's not loving you out loud, but which audience are you trying to get him to scream it to? Your social Ooh. media page? Okay, what? Oprah. I know. So I was right. like, though. right? <laughs> because like, Damn, it's bitch. like, because, but even when you really examine like social media, these people, half these people don't know you. The other half don't even believe that y'all are happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to say it. And this is not even to be condescending, but nine times out of 10, when I see people post the lovey-dovey shit, they're not happy at all. At all. Like, that's... Because they're trying to overcompensate. Exactly. It's yeah. actually serving as a distraction from the misery they're really feeling. Do you think that kids should have a choice in whether or not their parents post them on social media? So, you know, there's influencers who have, like their family is their content or like they have mommy blogs and things like that. Like, do you think kids should be allowed to say like, Hey, I don't want to be on your Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel so strongly about this. (laughs) If I, um, like whenever I have kids, if I have kids, like I'm not posting them at all because I feel like parents and it's nothing wrong with posting your kid, you know, here and there, whatever holidays, blah, 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 their birthday, whatever. But like to create a page for that kid, and then yeah. you're posting all this content when they get to like, what, what is it like middle school, right? That's around the time that I got a cell phone and, you know, I yeah. have social media and that type of stuff. It's like, they didn't even have a choice. Their face yeah. is all over the place. All mm-hmm. these embarrassing yeah. videos. And it's like, once it's out there, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. So it's like, for me personally, like, I'm not going to post or like create a fake page for my baby and like be res- like posting comments and then responding from my page. Yeah, that's a little I'm awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cool for pets. <laughs> But like babies, I'm just like <laughs> fun uh, fact. But yeah. Our podcast yeah. page used to be dash um my cat's page. No um, way! I I used to follow. Is he still have an Instagram? I was following he, him. No, his Instagram <laughs> literally turned into the podcast page. Oh, podcast. But like <laughs> dash. That. I used to, because Dash, my cat is an asshole. So I thought it would be funny to like give my cat an actual personality on the internet and like comment on like my sister's page and be like, yo, this picture fucking sucks. See you later. Like just dumb (laughs) shit, right? (laughs) But it was more entertainment for me. But Britt, I totally get what you're saying because it's like, I would be horrified if, for example, who can I think of? I don't know if y'all watched um, Little People Big World and they had like three, they have four kids total. And the three oldest kids were like cool with being on the reality TV show. And the youngest was on the TV show for years. And then suddenly he was like, I don't want to be filmed anymore. And everybody was like, oh, why don't you want to be on this thing with your family? Right. But it's like, if you think about it, he didn't, ask, he probably didn't he ask to sign choice. up. Yeah. yeah. He was just a kid in a family. And because he's a minor, right. his parents made that decision for him. Come to find out, he just revealed this year that he was assaulted by a pro- one of the field producers on the show and that the field producer had like groomed him and ended up, you know, oh, like God. basically molesting him, right? Oh my God. And it God. just, oh my it makes you think about just all these kids who have their pictures online and like there's a whole population of like creeps who literally like to look at kids pictures so i get exactly i don't want my child to have their own instagram where somebody could be like oh this is a smorgasbord of kitty pics like it freaks me out (laughs) it really does i don't want people judging my kid right like from a young age like when they're not even like yeah 
you know, people are, like I said, people suck and they judge kids. And at the same time too, I'm like, you don't know what that person, your personality is going to be like, like, yeah, I didn't know my, you know, like you grow into like the type of person you are. So imagine like, if you do even like, especially like girls, right? Like if you start to develop like earlier or something like, and like you said, people are creeps and like, you don't want to, if someone was more shy and like, they already have like 10 years of pictures, like that's just not in, you have to, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you have to respect that and know that like, that's another human life. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, it's bad enough. These children don't even ask to be here. So like Mm -hmm. when I had, first of all, when I was pregnant with Dylan, I rarely post, I don't think I ever posted pictures of me pregnant with Dylan. I think I posted one picture. Honestly, you didn't because like you popped up with our kid and I was like, what the fuck? Did you have a baby? (laughs) I remember a lot of people being like, I didn't even know you had a kid. I'm like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm kidding. But then once he was born, I'm like, he didn't ask to be here strangers I don't want strangers just having all this access to him you know I decided that I want to be a content creator not him and I turned my old Instagram into his page just because I noticed every time I posted it was usually just me and him so I was like okay I'll just turn this into his page you know what I mean because he is taking an interest he wants to be a YouTuber so badly and I'm like okay (laughs) like I sometimes I wonder if people want to be pregnant or if they just want to have content to make Oh my gosh, don't get me started. <laughs> That's how I feel about the wedding thing. A lot of my like, friends yes. are like, oh my God, I'm so like jealous and I want to, I can't wait to, and I hear them say, I can't wait to get married because I want to do this, 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 and that. And I'm like, is it that you can't wait to get married or do oh, you, you can't, wait to, have you a can't wait to have a wedding? I think about how, how many people have accepted proposals from people they probably don't want to marry because they wanted mm-hmm. to post online that they were engaged. Well, how about the wives that are just proud to be wives? Girl, what the, <laughs> how much more time we got? Because I can yell. Listen. Listen. We do, really we do have an episode on marriage coming up. No, 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 no. Let's be clear, right? I think that the institution of marriage is a beautiful thing, right? But I'm like, we striving for marriage? Like, marriage yeah, is as a an goal. added bonus, but... Girl, as a life no. goal, though, I think marriage is like bottom tier. I, th- I think like it's there's so much that people can accomplish as people, and it's like social media makes these real bottom tier accomplishments seem so much bigger. Like, engagement is such a beautiful thing, but I think people legit set choice. out, yeah, but they set out goals to post their engagement, they want to post their pregnancy, yeah, post their baby, exactly. Right? That that again that comes back to that fear of missing out. Like I I'm worried that people are having babies and getting married and doing the going on trips that they probably can't afford, doing all of this shit because they want to create content. Mm-hmm. This whole thing about stunting on the internet is so fucking tired. Like it's girl, trash. That's what, it's so, it's trash. so trash. So let me ask y'all this: When people DM you and sort of ask you like, "Hey, I saw you posted this kind of content. How did you do that?" Are you super open to giving that advice or do you like hesitate a little bit because it's like, I don't want you to take my shit. Like, how do you navigate Mm, that? That's a good question. People, people really ask me more about like where I get my wigs and like that type of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, girl, here are the links. Like I'm sending you all the links. Like I'm all about sharing information. I think that's so important. You know, the more informed we all are, the better we're going to be, you know, and I'm not going to withhold, like, I'm not going to wear this way and be like, 
nah, I'm not going to give you this information. I want you to look, to look slayed too. You know what I mean? Like, but it's more so like the stuff that I wear, like I, you know, stuff like that. But like in terms of like this, like how I create my contact, I don't get much questions about that, but where I get my stuff, I mm-hmm. do. And I, I'm willingly like happy to share that information with people. Yeah. If it's something like that, I'll definitely share. But sometimes I get questions like, how do you start a podcast? Or like, how can I step up my social media game? And I'm like, how much time do you have? Because I don't have that much time. That's a real deep question that has like a lot of layers to it where I'm just like, where do I start? Right? Like there are, there are courses, there are things that like people do. And I think that, I don't know, it's like, people have so much access to you on social media. And so, especially if you have like a personable personality, it's yeah. just like, okay, this is, there are some questions that just take so much more. And a lot of the times, like, I don't have that. I guess that I, to be honest, I think it would depend on like the content itself. Right. Because I'm sorry. I believe heavily in protecting your intellectual property. Like sometimes people don't realize that Imagine like just something coming so easily to you and you trying to make it something that's profitable and you're having a hard time doing that. But then somebody asks you, Hey, how do you do that? Right. And you take the time to teach them how to do it. And then they profit off of it. And then they don't even as much as thank you for sharing that with them. You know, I'm sure that's something that a lot of creative people struggle with, that you know, me a lot. I know. <laughs> like, that's why I'm talking about it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that, that, that you, for me, I'm fortunate enough to like genuinely be able to read people. Like I know people's intentions. Right. So for that, I act accordingly. If it's somebody who I have observed that they are like Brit who likes to share the wealth, like there are some people who genuinely easily just share. And then others who very publicly have one persona. And then in your DMs, they we have a get different. Sued. Jesus Christ. We're going to get sued. <laughs> that's for what (laughs) okay you know what I mean I like I surround myself with people influencers who are self-taught for the most part right like yeah a lot of us like you diamond Brit, like a lot of people i follow create content and like teach themselves how to do things and how to Mm -hmm. develop themselves right and I don't ever mind sharing information because exactly I know a lot about a lot. I don't know why I'd have just figure shit out really easily. That's just how I am. Steven even said it the other day. He was like, you only need to hear something once and then you're like the master of it. Like that's just how I am. It's how I learn. Right. So when people ask me questions, I really don't mind. It could be perfect strangers on the internet. I don't mind giving that information, but a part of it, is hard for me because there have been times where, especially when I had my blog and my blog, and it usually happens when like something good happens for me. Right. So mm-hmm. it'll be like a day after I go viral, people will message me and be like, Hey, how do you create TikToks? Or how did you open your business? How did you do this? Right. And it's the timing of it always frustrates me because people want what you have based on your results. Exactly. If my video had never gone viral and my business wasn't doing well, they wouldn't want to know shit about my business, which common sense, you should ask somebody whose business is doing well or whose TikTok is doing well. Absolutely. Yeah. But in at times, like Deidre said earlier, there have been people who have come ask me a full interview full of questions and then gone and did something very similar to what I was doing. I hadn't gotten credit. 
I don't get a thank you. I don't get yeah. like a, hey, let me also send people to your business so that they can support Exactly. You, you know how and many people imagine, ask me about podcasting, but don't listen to Good Up? Like imagine people who have never made a purchase asking you, so tell me what the process was like. How do I open up my own online store? Girl, go to YouTube. It is free i, I learned people, that people I, do that all the time like yeah how do you they run, want your results but they don't want how, to do yeah. the work that you how did do you acquire the knowledge how do you run your business how do you you know how do y'all create the podcast i will always answer your question but in the back of my mind i'm gonna be like you probably don't even listen to the podcast yep like you probably any and you don't have to listen not podcasting ain't everybody's thing but follow us damn do something and even i'm gonna say <laughs> this too because this has happened in interviews to me. Mm-hmm. So in interviews, I have gone in and because like I professionally like in, in marketing and they'll usually ask me like, Hey, like, what would you do different? And I learned really fast because the last interview well, like the second to last interview before I got to where I'm at now, um, they asked me for my opinions and I'm not going to lie. My mind is sharp. So as soon as I gave it, I was just like, and it was on the spot too. I was like, okay, they did all of the three things that I suggested and they did not hire me. So they went back and probably went back to the person that they had and was like, implement X, Y, Z, you know, because I was like, that's, that's, and the thing is, is that like, you have to be aware, like know your worth, you know, and at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, like you guys have a bomb ass podcast, you know how to do it, you know, the realms. So as you both said, like, you know the person's intentions like when when they're coming and it's the same thing with the job too like hey like i'm not about to give you gems right if it's oh, not shit. coming mm-hmm. at that like expensive um am i like near the end you know am am i going to be hired tomorrow mm-hmm. or even with people people are just lazy so what i yep. always do i always give them resources uh pdfs and the links go read Mm-hmm. because most people don't fucking read how yeah. did you edit this video youtube I and, and i was just gonna say i always tell people oh i learned how to do it on youtube just search xyz because, on youtube but that's, that's what truth. i that's yeah just it's search such and such on youtube everything and- i've learned how to do content creation wise blog wise podcasting i literally learned how to create the earrings that i create by following multi not just one person multiple people who do it and putting together ideas from those multiple people and then creating yeah. my own right I had to sit there and do that research. So exactly. why would I sit here and research. give you all research? Like it's, it's so important. Google is free. Like- and that's why I said, I believe heavily in protecting your intellectual property. Cause you can't get that time back that you took to learn that stuff yeah. and you should be compensated for your time. So you could, we could book a little consulting session right. and I could, but I'm not going to sit here and th- I'm not volunteering for this. I already take hours a day to make my content. I'll be damned if now I'm doing more shit for the free. Like, no. But I, I, just, I will say, though, there are certain people who, again, I said it earlier, I will literally answer every question you want. Like, absolutely. for example, Britt has always supported my content. Always, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when she came to me and was like, we're starting the podcast and I have questions about how y'all did this. I was like, sure. We went on this website. We did this. We used this. I will tell you anything you want to know. Exactly. Because, you know, she would do the same for you in return. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, it exactly. goes back to discernment. Like, there's some people who I know for a fact I could definitely share whatever with and they're going to do the same if I have questions and then there's some people who only come around when new things happen you know like I just said you know what I mean and then it's like 
that kind of might, that must be so discouraging and disheartening. I like seeing people win, right? So like I want to I want to see everyone win. But I especially want to see my people win, right? And I and 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 that's my circle and everyone that has like supported, put time and effort into me. And so that's going to be reciprocated, right? Exactly. A lot of the times, especially people that like you don't know, and just because they have access, right? They have access to a DM and it's like, mm-hmm. how did you do this? And it's like, okay, cool. Like I would be nice, but at the end of the day, it's like research, do, do it yourself. Yeah. And then I, all, I always love to see if people follow up, like, did you read what I said to read? Now, exactly. If you come back. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, that was really helpful. How did you? I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you paid attention because a lot of people don't. Yeah, they want, a lot of people want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like I've been like slowly, like, I feel like my, probably in like the past month because I started to get a lot of like, I don't know. I, I, I started to get a lot of like, ac- people had a lot of access to me and I started feeling some type of way, right? Like, a lot of DMs, like, oh, you're always on this or, when I would like, if I get a text and I post something on social and the follow-up is like on my DMs, like, oh, I texted you. I know I saw your text, but I'm choosing not to fucking answer because this is a job right now. And it's like, I think people can't disassociate the fact that like, at least for us and for some people, right? Like social media is a job. So the fact that I'm posting something or if I see something and it like aligns again with my brand and I'm going to post it, it doesn't mean that like, this is not hard work. And I've been posting a lot of like, Hey, this is what my day to day looks like. It's fucking chaos. Like it's a lot of work. I wake up early. I go to bed late and like people can't see that. So automatically they're just like, oh, okay, she's on social media. You know, she must not be doing. They think you have free time. Yeah. That's, yes. a, that's another right. important thing that we can talk about as it relates to this whole conversation is this idea of like instant access to people and mm-hmm. how people think that one, because you're on social media, that they have the right to talk to you however they want. They have the right to access you at any time. You have mm-hmm. to respond within you, you got like a four hour window or else you're ignoring them. And it, it's people you don't know. And it's your friends and family too. Yeah. I have friends and family who literally get offended if they text me and I don't respond, but they see me on Twitter. And I'm like, Twitter is my, oh my place. <laughs> Let me tweet in peace. I don't want to yeah. talk into you and being yes. on Twitter is completely different things. Right. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Right, Joyce? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like Twitter is an escape for me. It's not like a place I'm on and I can text you like, no, Twitter is my escape. I come here to crack jokes and to like release my stress. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yep. If I don't want to text you back, like texting you back takes a lot of work. So I'm going to put that up and I'm going to continue to tweet like, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like participating in conversations is a literal like drain sometimes. Like I don't feel like doing this right now. But for me, it's not even just participating in the conversation. It's this idea. So back in the days, and if you're a Gen Z or like just a younger millennial, we're going to talk about some strange things like house phones and I need you to just <laughs> brace for it okay it's a little weird back in the day um, I used to have a house phone okay I used and to love being a house phone I I want a house phone so bad and I want to just fling my cell phone in the ocean okay you had a house phone <laughs> if somebody called your house phone and you were not there they had to wait for your ass Until to you get back. back home to talk to you or if they called your house phone and it rang and you didn't want to answer 
because you were outside looking at the fucking trees or the birds or something, enjoying your life. You didn't have to connect with your phone. It's kind of like, like, how dare you not answer me because your phone, you have your phone. I know you have your phone, right? Or you're on, you just posted on social media, which people get me fucked up like this all the time. Y'all, I have things that auto post for me. Okay. It's not me. <laughs> if you see a new post on my Instagram at 3 PM, that doesn't mean, Hey, Isa was on Instagram at 3 PM. That means that the little app that I use posted my shit at 3 PM because that's the best time for engagement. People are like, I texted you. You didn't answer me. I called you. You didn't answer the phone. Or I now feel like, which is crazy to me. If somebody used to call my, even my cell phone a few years ago, maybe if they called me and I didn't answer, I didn't feel like I had to text them to explain why I didn't answer. Mm. Mm. Right. I didn't feel like I I had to say, Hey, sorry, I'm watching a show or Hey, sorry, I'm doing this now. I feel like I have to do that. Yeah. That's so crazy to me. That's so interesting. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. I'm not gonna you feel like you, know you have to tell them you know like what? a makeup a lie or something. 2021. <laughs> I'm not following up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so annoyed. Like, Siri, please stay out of my life. Like, my yeah. business, girl. But it's it yeah. it ties back into everything. Like this again, this fear of of missing out, this feeling like we always have to be connected. Even like me and Jojo, who we recently took these these breaks from social media. I constantly feel like I have to explain why I'm not as active as I used to be, right? Yeah. And the truth is, I don't fucking want to be. Like, if it was up, if if it wasn't for this podcast and my business and me knowing that my presence on my personal page brings people to the other two, I legit would be done with this shit. Like October, yeah, I was asked Deidre. I was I like, remember I saying, I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> just do what you gotta do. I was <laughs> going to delete everything because I was done like I felt so constantly connected to everything so constantly like I woke up in the morning and I pick up my phone I was on my phone all day I went to sleep I needed to scroll something in order to have something to do I stand mm-hmm. out in public and I feel awkward and I can't I can't just stand there as a person and exist I have to be on my phone because then I think I look stupid like oh wow if I'm in a room with people I don't know, I have to have my phone so that I have something to scroll on so I don't have to talk to people. Like, that shit is insane. And it's even worse now because we've been in our houses all mm-hmm. year. I don't know how to interact with people. So I was like, social media is the reason I have to delete it all. Like, I was ready. To just- <laughs> I was ready. Yes, I was definitely on one. <laughs> I was so ready. And like... I'm trying to come to that place in my life where I find a balance because there are parts of social media, like Britt, you talked about it earlier that day on Twitter where the jokes were just flying. I like, I genuinely was like laughing harder than I think I laugh all year. Like I will, cr- Stephen was like, what the hell is so funny? Cause I was screaming, laughing. It was yeah. one in particular where <laughs> I think my friend tweeted that she went back in time to tell Coretta that MLK was like sleeping with white women. And I was dying. (laughs) Exactly. Shit like that. Like, I'm like, how, how are people so funny? I love And that's the thing right there. That's so creative. Yeah. That's what Mm -hmm. I love about the, and that's why I'm like, I want to see, and I know it will happen. Shout out to the great conjunction. We're going to get back to a point where 
the internet, just social media is just that again, social media, us socializing with each other and it not being a job. And even if it is a job, it's going to be more about those connections, right? Than the engagement, the numbers, the following. Oh my God. Like fuck all that Mm -hmm. shit. Like I want to go online and I want to crack fucking jokes. Okay. I want to talk shit about Robin Dixon and why they insist on putting a mic on her. (laughs) You She's the most (laughs) boring person on that show. And I want other people who relate to say the same thing to me. Okay. So, so let me ask y'all this. What is your, what is your absolute favorite thing about the online world? Like what's something that makes you want to stay on social media? Memes. <laughs> Memes. Okay. <laughs> Oh I think it's God. just the interaction, like the jokes, like feeling like you're connected to a community of people outside of your community, like your actual yeah. community. Like, I may not have even met you in real life, but oh, I feel friends. connected to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of like be like, yeah, this is my home girl. Like, if anybody sucked to her, I'll call well, it's, We could do it right now. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> But yeah, I I like the um the sense of community online, you know? Like we all feel kind of we all care. Like, you know, when things happen, like people reach out for real, you know? Yeah. But it's just those interactions and the engagement is what I really love, especially on Twitter, you know? Mm-hmm. I would I would agree with that. I feel like I have met some of the most like amazing people on social media, like I have a few people that it started off with just meeting them on social media that to mm-hmm. me is like, wow, like this could be like a great place. I've also seen, I feel like when you've seen like the good in people, right? Yeah. I've seen us as a community get together to fight for a cause or even when I've like posted, um, I think like maybe two times or earlier this year, I posted something about like criminal justice and to see how many people that didn't know me and like just shared it. I was just like, wow, that it got more people's eyes to it. When natural disasters happen, like you could feel connected to a world, Mm -hmm. you know, and you might not know anybody from that country or whatever. And I think that that makes us like human. And that unites us. And that's what's like beautiful about it. That I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I I don't take that for granted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think, well, I I have two favorite things. My first favorite thing is everything that I've learned from social media Mm. or just the online world. Like there's so much information that I've been able to take in and learn just about myself one because there's so much like for example with tiktok there's so much like therapy content and people putting words to things that we struggle with like Mm -hmm. i think i wouldn't have been able to identify anxiety to like my therapist or my doctor if i hadn't read other people's struggles with anxiety or mental illness on the internet right or i wouldn't have been able to put words for example of how I was feeling about my relationship with my mother had I not seen other people talk about their family relationships. I wouldn't have been able to start a business or write a blog or create a podcast had I not seen other people post. Like YouTube has taught so many of us how to cook. I made a turkey this year for the first time. I didn't have to make a damn turkey, but the guy on YouTube (laughs) did. And I did it the same way he did it. And everybody was like, this turkey good as fuck. I know because the guy on YouTube. Go girl. Just shit like that. Like, 
although my parents did a great job at raising me and they taught me a lot, there's a lot I still didn't know as an adult. Yeah. I still don't know how to fold a fitted fucking sheet. And I've been watching all the YouTube videos and they make it seem so easy. And it's not easy, but I'm going to learn. It's Just, not. It's not. It's easy. At all. Girl, my husband why? actually taught me how to do it. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. I think I need to learn. I think I need to learn in person because the video yeah. will just go too fast. And I'll be like, wait, what did you do? It's, it's really hard. But yeah. like you learn so much on YouTube. Absolutely. You solve so many problems because of the, the information that's available to us. So that's one of my favorite things. My second thing is definitely in line with what Britt said is that I have so many close friends now that... I would not have gotten as close to had it not been for the online connections we were able to make. Like Deidre and I literally went to high school on the same island, were born and raised on the same island, have not seen each other in person in over a decade. And yeah. we're not really, we weren't friends the last time we see each other. Yeah, we hung we just, out a few times, but we weren't like yeah. tight like we are now. We, we're like we legitimate knew, sisters now. Yeah, we knew who we were from like a distance. Same yeah. thing with Diamond. And what brought us closer was being online and, and knowing that we do sort of the same thing and just having casual conversations that turned into like, oh, hey, we're like family now. Same thing yeah. with like people who aren't close friends, but like at a distance, like Britt said, like, I literally would go to war for some of these people that I know on the internet. I feel like the internet makes the world smaller. It does. Yes. It does. I feel like like people for don't sure. feel so far away when you yeah. befriend. Like I have internet friends who I've never met in person, but we are legit friends. Like there's people who've gotten engaged <sighs> that I've like felt so happy for because like mm-hmm. I've known y'all on yes. Instagram for years or people who... Yes had babies and like I knew because they posted a blog that they had trouble conceiving and like yeah it made me so happy or like people like the other day I donated I promise y'all I literally had thirty dollars in my bank account and saw a TikTok of this like guy who was homeless and needed help and sent him my last thirty dollars and the next day he wow. posted an update that like ten thousand people had like given him money and now he was like he had a place to stay. I legit was oh, like wow. bawling my eyes out because it's like I love yeah. without That's the awesome. internet nobody would have heard his story or been able to connect yeah, to him or gotten to exactly. know him, right? So it's just that idea of like, like you said, Deidre, the world becomes so much smaller because of it. Mm-hmm. And you get to do so much more to help people because you have this instant access Indeed. to them. Yes. So it can be a shitty place where, like Jojo said, people suck. But at the same time, it could be this really funny, like it's lighthearted so I, place. Yeah. Haven't you guys felt too, yeah. like... I feel like every single time I see something or you thought it was just your family or it was just you. And oh, then, and then it's like, like oh, this is a thing that happens everywhere. And I'm like, Everybody's really like, hey, like when people are Everybody's like, my grandma had plastic on her couch and you're like, mine did. <laughs> the funniest thing I saw today on Twitter was like, this girl had tweeted, um, yeah, I'm going to the gynecologist and they're about to like search my vagina or whatever, but I still fold my underwear and my jean pants and like, I'm like, yo, it's not She's only like, me. I put it under the rest of my clothes because I don't to- want them to see it. No, but you know what? I do that like when I go to my wax lady. I me still too. I do fold it and put it under the rest of my clothes. And I'm like, this lady about to like have me butterflied on a She's about to be all butt- butt- up. But legit, like people say stuff like that. And you're like, I'm not the only cri-. Or people who like would tweet and say, I remember when I used to sit in the back of my mom's car and like look out the window and pretend like I was in a music video. I was like, yo, I thought I was a crazy ass bitch for that. 
and I'm glad to know that I'm not. But let it be raining, okay? Listen, my music video was lit. Or like when Kelly Clarkson came out with a breakaway video, and then the first time I got on a plane after that video came out, and I had my little CD player, (laughs) I was on a plane like acting like I was Kelly Clarkson. You know what? <laughs> it's good to know I'm not crazy. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Or just simple shit like, life. yeah, we've all lived the same life. Or like practicing arguments in the shower because you want to make sure you say the exact right thing when you get to that person. And then you get to the person, have the argument, and you don't say half the shit. And in your mind, you're like, why did, we why did, right. why did I practice? Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Or in TikTok when the girls are like, "Okay, be nice, be nice, and don't don't bring it up, don't bring it up." Like, who the fuck are you texting? <laughs> Listen, no. I Ooh. cheers to the internet because I love the internet. Yeah, I love as the toxic as it can be. The internet, I think, is why I ultimately survived this year because how fucking yeah, Damn, people yeah. found Damn. a way to still be funny, to still bring good things forward, like in a year that literally won't shit funny about 2020. Nah. Right. And, like, people still had the nerve to be funny. Like, we can't laugh about this. Right. Yeah, no, That's I, like, I guess, how people cope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in the Black community. Like, what else we gonna do? You know? Like, yeah. like we, what, what else we gonna do? I, I live for the internet. I even live for the world. As trash as a lot of people may be, I, I really am like, you know what? For every trash person, there's somebody right. who's not. So, like, yes, just, yes. All of y'all <laughs> suck. But you, but you, you're funny. You want to be say, fuck you. You're fuck cool. You. <laughs> That's really how I see the world. Like, fuck you, fuck you. You're yeah. cool. Fuck you. Like when but, New York, New York walked in the room and was like, good morning, good morning, good morning. Not you. Can just, you can choke. Good morning. She's an icon. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I mean, I, I think we've talked about a lot on this episode. I, I think, think we so. talked about, you know, the, the good and the bad of the yeah. internet world. Yeah. I, I will say love, this because yeah. I started off like strong with like people suck and they do. <laughs> no, they but do. You're absolutely right. You want to you wanna reel it back? <laughs> you know, after, after, after a couple of drinks. No. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, after, after all the love. But it's true though. Like we, like we're living in such, what a time to be alive to quote future. <laughs> I mean, not speaking of sure. people who suck, I feel like he has made two cameos in this podcast last week. We was like, "Yo, like, we slander him every episode." Go ahead, Jordan, sorry, but you know, <laughs> I love, I love future. But anyway, so I mean, Nevarius is fine. What <laughs> a time to be alive, right? Um, I just think about like in 2020, like the fact that we're going through this pandemic, like what a time though. Like we have been connected. We can be connected even if it is online. Like, can you imagine going through the flu or the, what is it? The Spanish flu pandemic and we can't talk to nobody. Yeah. It's been, no, it would have been rough. That is crazy. Cause it's been so hard, you know? So yeah. I do think that we are living in a time where like, we can research anything you want. You can start yeah. anything you want. You just have to have like not only the tools and resources, but just like the ambition to go for it. Yeah. And we live in a time where you can actually do what you set your mind to do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I think with everything going on, like this year as a whole, the Black Lives Matter movement, like it was as big as it was because we now like no one can s- deny it. Right. Before it's like, well, I don't have the newspaper. I didn't see it. Like, or I don't have this, yeah. I, you know, 
whether it's like from from social justice to just like anything too, we can feel connected because of the internet and because we have access to it. And that's like invaluable. Like that's an amazing thing. And speaking I don't take that that for granted. Yeah, speaking of that, and and I think I should have brought this up for my on your timeline too. Clubhouse has been that like what is that? So I Clubhouse keep people talk about it and I'm like, y'all know I, y'all think it's a game. I need I to invite you, you I need to send you an invite. <laughs> so me. Clubhouse is this new app that was created, if correct me if I'm wrong, was created by black people. Um and it's this it's basically it's taken us back to the age of like chat rooms, except <gasps> the chat rooms are audio. So you get into these chat sessions. It's literally like you're listening to a podcast almost, except you get to pop in and share your thoughts, depending on how large the room is. So like talk radio, like back in the day? Essentially, to- yes. Um, and it's an invite-only app right now. So the only way you get on Clubhouse is if you receive an a invite from someone you know who's already on Clubhouse, right? So- I've been in Club, and the thing is that about Clubhouse that I love is that it removes that barrier between regular people like us and let's say celebrities or like professionals Mm -hmm. in the fields that we're interested in. I was able to join a clubhouse room on marketing and literally have a conversation with like, I can't remember what company he works for, but he's like a marketing professional who is like, run multiple campaigns for like huge businesses in in the US. Mm -hmm. He literally opened a clubhouse room just to give, he was like, ask me anything. I'll give you a like marketing advice if you want. And I asked him a question wow. about my business. He opened my Instagram from the clubhouse app, opened my business Instagram, scrolled through my Instagram. I was like, I think you should do this. And yeah, this is really good. And you should do this. Someone who otherwise probably would have cost me, I don't know how much to have a consultation with. I had access to in that moment. Right. The other day, that. yesterday, they had a clubhouse with the Lion King, like, it was like a musical club, like a cast who does Lion King plays. They yeah. literally mm-hmm. had a clubhouse room reenacting Lion King, including the music, including oh my the God. And you just sat there and listened to it. Like, but Clubhouse is like, I feel like it's 20, it's the it's the culmination of everything that's happened in 2020, right? Right. It's this app that came about from this idea that we all are more connected than we thought we were in a year mm-hmm. that was supposed to disconnect us more than it ever Right. Right? Like, I, Clubhouse is lit. I love it. Deidre, I'm going to send you an invite. Brit, Thank you. I just it. downloaded it today. Like, oh, so I'm yes, still, like, please. building my account. But yeah. yeah. It's, now it's, I'm going to join some, some room today. Yeah, it's, it's a great app. Um, I'm not going to say it's not for everybody because I feel like everyone can find something on Clubhouse. Right. But it's it's super interesting. Um, so if you guys are looking for like a new app to get into and it takes away that feeling that I get on other social media apps. So I don't get on Clubhouse and feel like, damn, this person's doing this and I am not doing that. So I feel bad about myself. It's, mm-hmm. oh, this person has a six figure business. And is on this room telling us exactly how. Right. That's so dope. It's re and it takes out that like flashy, like presentation part of it. And more of the like, here's the information that you need. I, I listen. I love that. Shout out to to Lanky. Shout out to Malcolm for my clubhouse invite. You lit. (laughs) Yes. I love that. If y'all want a clubhouse invite, I only get like four more and my co-host deserves it. So. Thank you. (laughs) 
thank you. Oh my I, god! I, I think I joined like two days ago. It's it's lit, man. It's lit. You you definitely definitely get into it. I like and that. Make sure to click the explore part to like look for other rooms because sometimes you'll find a room that's like, why don't black women support black men? And it's like, uh-uh, scroll past. Let's get to the good shit. Thank yeah, you. I'm not getting involved in none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. not doing that because. But but thank you, uh, thank you, Jojo and Britt for being here. This was an awesome episode. I am looking forward to seeing all the social media conversations on this episode because although we talked about social media being toxic, we still want you to get on social media to use our hashtag to talk to us about the episode. So yeah, do that. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesdays. Let us know. All, everything you hate about social media, but also let us know everything you love about social media. We want to hear from you. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. But before I get to all the housekeeping, I do want to say make sure that you are subscribed and listening to Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find them on Twitter at Talk That Pod. Am I correct? I'm correct. Oh, that's cute. Yes. You can find them yes. on Twitter. <laughs> um, make sure to follow both Jojo and Brit. So you can find Brit any I think all of your usernames are, are the same. Her Instagram. Same, yeah. yeah. Instagram, Twitter, everywhere else. Alex Bree underscore. You can find Jo she listen, her username lit. Jojo the CEO. Okay. Period. <laughs> From the get-go, she's letting you know who the fuck she is and what you came for. Jojo, the CEO. She know what time (laughs) it is. These streets. On Instagram. (laughs) And make sure you hit her, make sure you hit up Solstice Beauty as well. We're supporting all the things, guys. Yeah. So y'all got homework to do. Any guest that comes on here, you're not just supporting us, you're supporting them. So make sure that you hit them up. Are you guys allowed to tell us when season two is coming out? Yes, we can tell you. Yes. January 6th is when it comes out. So it's like two weeks from now. Yes. First week in January. All right, guys. So make sure you go subscribe and follow and do everything you need to do so that on January 6th, when season two of Talk That Talk Uncensored comes out, y'all can be listening to those episodes as well. And for us... We are going to be working on those bonus episodes for you guys on Patreon. Until then, y'all can find us right back here, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube to see our beautiful faces. So make sure you just look up Good Up Podcast anywhere, but you can find us right back here again next Tuesday on the Good Up Podcast. Say bye, Deidre. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kickin' It family. Find us on all social media platforms at GoodUpPod. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash gooduppodcast.